Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast episode. We are the Third Life Crisis Podcast. We really appreciate you clicking on the play button and hanging out with us today. My name is John Michael, and I'm joined with the same old folk today, Austin and Cassie. How are you two doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hello. Today is Friday, February 20th, and I think it's safe to say we got this new routine thing down. Would you say so? I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so how y'all doing? Did y'all survive that uh, Arctic blast up north? We say we got this new thing down as we record at 11.26 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, that's the new time. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It's either a Friday or a Saturday recording now. Typically before the next day is about to start. <laughs> that's that's the average. But yeah, it has seemed to be working for us. We've recorded two in a row. This will be our third one. I think this is our fourth one. All right, our fourth one. <laughs> Come on <now. laughs> I don't know how many. The editing is all blurry, you know? <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, going back to your question, yeah, we did survive the snowpocalypse. That's gonna be the title of this episode, snowpocalypse. Okay, that that's a good that's a good hashtag. Get a lot of get a lot of views on that hashtag. Nice. Um, Please don't tell people our strategy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> our winning strategy here. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So Texas got hit with the. Uh, Obviously, the Arctic blast that no one was prepared for, including the energy and water folk. Yeah, it was bad. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if it was as bad for y'all as it was for, you know, me or, or other people down here. But you guys, what was the worst part of it? I guess for you, we'll start there. We were fortunate enough not to get hit as bad as everyone else. We had our electricity and our water on the entire time. Well, was it the entire time? Because I think you said you lost it for a bit, right, Os? Yeah. Um, Thursday, Wednesday. I don't know. So we had work canceled on Monday. So I knew we weren't going in on Monday. But then come Monday, I was telling Cassie that, you know, it's going to get worse because we were going to get snow and it was going to be cold, all this stuff. And so then they they being work canceled the whole week. So Cassie and I had a whole week off of work. Um so when John asked, like, oh, what day was it? I don't fucking know. I don't, the whole week was a blur. I don't know what day it was, but there was a day, I think it was Thursday, that we lost power for about 45 minutes, but that's it. The rest of the time, the whole week, we had water, we had electricity. Uh, we had gone out that Friday before, and we, we bought groceries for the week, and I had told Cassie, we need to buy, like, for a whole, like, week and a half, just in case things get bad. So we had groceries, we were stocked up, we had snacks, we had drinks. Did you have milk? We don't no. buy milk. We don't buy milk. Oh, okay. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> that, that's true. Uh, the only time I allow milk in my house is when John comes over. <laughs> and even then, it's a small bottle. Yeah. And then, I guess, going back to the last episode, the whole fireplace, fraca, as you described it in space heater and stuff how did how did y'all deal with the the cold up there because it got what was the low over there what was the lowest it got over there i think the lowest the feel like temperature was like negative 14 maybe yeah i think i would have said 13 dang yeah so like that was the feel like temperature i want to say we got more snow than san antonio but i could be mistaken we definitely get more snow but that wasn't i mean that's not why i mean that wasn't like the issue like things were failing and stuff I don't know. I never felt cold. Like to your question, I never felt like super cold. There were some times where it got a little cold, but I was either under the blankets or the dogs were with me. So it was never too bad. Well, like I said in the last episode, Austin keeps it cold in the house already. He was preparing you. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were in training, Cass. So how did, how did you do, Cass? I was cold, but, you know, at times I just put on more clothes and we we've like over the years from traveling, we've bought some winter stuff. So like winter boots and jackets and beanies. And we've, my, really my mom, I think has been giving us like stuff for cold weather, like earmuffs and like super warm gloves and a, you know, a snow shovel. She's been like slowly giving us pants that are just like really (laughs) warm. And so we had enough stuff. And like I said, we bought stuff when we would travel to colder places, 
Um, so we had enough stuff to stay warm. Did y'all mess with the fireplace again? No, I forbid it. I'm not. <laughs> it was too much. I couldn't. I was like, well, just get more blankets out. Like, there's no way I can deal with another smoke-filled house. Well, and the other thing, too, was, like, the 45 minutes that we do lose power, when that happened, I was like, okay, we need to go to one room. We need to close the room, close the doors, put towels down so that the air doesn't get out. And the room we chose was our bedroom because there's more vents in here. So the little heat we did have would hopefully stay in here. Mm-hmm. And so it's not near the fireplace. So we weren't, you know, we weren't going to light that up anyways. I was still getting out of bed. And so he was, I was like just waking up and he's like, the electricity is out. I was like, all right. So I just turned over. Went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was texting John the whole, like the whole time. And yeah. uh, again, Cassie and I were very like, thankful that we didn't get anything near what other what everyone else was getting i mean not going going without power for days or water or boiling having you know having to boil the water some of our co-workers had it really bad yeah like we were fine i think we said this a lot of times on the podcast already but like we're friends with our neighbors and cassie was in a group chat with some of them and everyone was doing pretty good and then i was in a group chat or it's just one neighbor and her toilet froze and so i had told her like if you need to use a restroom like come over like we're good and she's like no i'm fine like she's lived in new jersey she's lived up north so like she's used to like all this stuff and in fact like she went out a couple days ago to go get groceries and she she brought back ground beef like for me and she made like made brownies and stuff so (laughs) uh, our little like neighborhood we were like we were pretty good and everyone was just keeping tabs on each other and just letting you know if someone was going out, they would ask, like, do you need anything? You're like, hey, I was just here. They don't have this. Or the roads are pretty bad here. So I think Cassie and I... They offered us eggs. I was like, eh, we're good. Yeah. We, we, we did pretty well. But yeah, I know you and Jessica had a different experience. Very different that. experience. Go ahead, John. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So this thing started, what, Monday? Sunday night into Monday, maybe? I don't even remember. Can I ask, did y'all prepare for anything? Like, did y'all think about food or groceries or like, no? I went to, I went to HEB on Sunday and uh, the day y'all went to Target and you told me it was crazy. What day was that? Was that a Sunday? That was Friday. Okay. Then Saturday then I went to HEB. It was crazy, but there was still stuff, you know, there was still milk and eggs and it was just a lot of people. I don't think they were panic buying yet. It was just a lot of people buying stuff in general. So I was there Saturday and I bought a little bit of stuff. Um, uh, and then I guess, God, I don't even remember the day, but I guess it was su- Sunday was just a normal day at the house. We lost power that night, Sunday going into Monday at 2 a.m. Uh, we usually sleep with the little light on because uh, Juliet, Juliet sleeps in our room. And I woke up like at 2 and I opened my eyes. But I didn't think my eyes were open, so I started opening them like wider because I didn't know if I was still asleep <laughs> or not. And I I figured out like in two seconds the power is out. And they said that, that they said that could happen on Sunday. Woke up Monday, the power was off and on intermittently. I say they so they they had told San Antonio that you might lose power. Yeah, I think I saw that night like uh, there could be some strain because it wasn't a surprise. Like we knew that for some reason uh, we already knew that going in to the night that we could lose power, but. I feel like they've said that in the past. Maybe not. Obviously, we I don't think we've ever experienced something this cold before in our lifetime, maybe. So when they said that, I kind of brushed it off like, oh, it's not going to be our area or the chances of our area being affected is going to be low. But lo sure. and behold, we woke up. Uh, I woke up at two. Power was out. Didn't really care. You know, we're covered. And I ex- expected it to be back on. It did turn back on, but that was just the start of it, obviously. Like for a lot of people, it was very uh, off and on, off and on all day. That Monday, luckily I was off uh, for the holiday. I think it was President's Day. And just took the day off because our power was going on and off so bad, she couldn't work. So we were just at our house, off and on power. The heater would go off. It'd be cold. Uh, the, the cadence that we figured out was it'd be on for about 10 minutes and off for about 30 to 40 minutes. And that was just all day. So by that time, it was already really... Uh, I, was it was this Monday? I don't even remember now. But the roads were really bad, and we were debating whether or not driving to her to her parents' house, Jessica's parents' house, which they live uh, further south. They said they hadn't had any issues with electricity or anything. 
and it was Monday, so we were off. But come Tuesday, I needed to work or I planned to work. And I didn't want to be dealing with issues with electricity and the heater going off. We couldn't even cook breakfast. Jess was, she described it as being like on Top Chef or something. <laughs> like when the power came on, she would try to cook breakfast real quick, cook a, cook a tortilla from scratch, and then the power <laughs> would go off. So breakfast took about an hour or so to get ready. So we made the decision to drive out to the to her parents' house. And we get there, and it's fine. We, we, I took the dog. I took, we, we packed up. to. We expected to be there, I don't know, two, three days. Well, that night, the, the water went out. And so we were without water for two days. We had electricity, but no water. And then that was just another thing. So, like, you know, you couldn't flush the, the toilets. And luckily, they had bottled water. But then that was kind of being uh, rationed a little bit. So it, it was, we were part of that, I guess. Uh, luckily, we had electricity the entire time. Their, their electricity never went out. But the water, we didn't get water back till I think, Thursday. So, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of little things here and there that I'll bring up if I remember. But it was a very long week being away from the house, sleeping Stress, in a smaller sure. bed. Yeah, it was just, it was crazy. And I'm sure a lot of other people listening have similar or not, or if not worse experiences. Ours wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean we've we've had like Cassie said we had coworkers lose power for days, lose water. Uh, in San Antonio, there was like a boil water notice. There was some of that up here. We didn't have to deal with that. It was it was pretty crazy because like you know preparing for it, they say like keep the thermostat at sixty eight, uh, keep your pipes running, cover up the you know the pipes outside, all this stuff, and that stuff Cassie and I already do. When it gets below freezing. Yeah. So at at that point, I was like, well, there's really nothing else we do. Like, there's nothing else we can do. So, again, we were just, like, super lucky that it never hit us because, I mean, there's nothing else we could have done at that at that moment. Like, even those 45 minutes that we didn't have power, I could start it feel, you know, it started getting cold in the bedroom. Uh, <laughs> I was never worried because, like, I was just wearing, like, shorts and a shirt and I was under the blankets in the bed watching YouTube. But, like... You know, I could have gone and got clothes and all that stuff. So I was never like that scared. But if it kept going like for days, then it would have been like more of a problem. Dude, people, people died. Like I was reading, yeah. like people froze in their homes. Yeah. That's it's, crazy to me. It's cool. Again, it, even like you got to think about it. The, the temperature we got here in Texas, it was so cold that you'll get frostbite if you're outside exposed for, for like 30 minutes. It's like when you go outside, if you don't have gloves on or you don't have your mask on or something and your nose is exposed, your hands are exposed, like you'll get frostbite in 30 minutes. So like it's super cold. And then if you're inside the house, sure you're protected, but it's still extremely cold. And then if you don't have food, you're not eating, like, you know, it's a whole thing. We have have an electric stove. And so, I mean, I don't know what we would have done. I guess survived on chips and some cereal. um, Start a fire in the back. Sandwich (laughs) meat. Well, I started thinking about it. Cassie had a great idea. So we don't even have a, like a charcoal grill. You know, like we didn't, we don't even have that. I think we might have a baby grill in the shed, but I would have to look for it. I don't know. I think we threw that out when we moved. Did we? But I can't remember. We'd have to look, yeah. I don't remember if it's in there, but yeah. <laughs> and no. it wouldn't be ideal us looking at, you know, in negative 14 degree weather. So yeah, I had already started planning on how to make our own grill and stuff. Cause I was like, there's no way I'm going to starve to death. <laughs> this is not going to take me out. She woke up during those 45 minutes and she was like, if we need to, we can take those uh, bricks that we bought for the tortoises, you know, wall. Oh, yeah. Make them into a little circle. And then the grill grate I have for my electric grill, just put it over that and I can use the firewood to start a fire and we can cook on that. Oh, yeah. Smart. So I was like, that. I mean, that idea would have worked perfectly. Uh, And then, yeah, we had non-perishable food that we could have eaten I saw a lot of people, well, we saw a lot of people, like, trying to stay warm in their cars, right? And some people, I don't think anyone died from carbon monoxide poisoning from their cars. I know a lot of people, like, they had to call the ambulance because they were going to die. Mm-hmm. But, like, we had a full tank of gas, so that was never a worry for us. Like, that Friday, I went and we, I made sure to put gas and fill it up. Um, but, yeah, people were taking it. People were taking it outside and using that as their warming stations and just kind of warming up in their car outside. For a few minutes and then coming back inside. Yeah. So we had a, a good, I mean, a, an okay plan, but like, I know a coworker of mine was without power for like five days. That's insane. We could have, 
we could have done it. We had enough. We have enough cereal. We have enough non-perishable food. But like, damn, that sucks. Like that's horrible. And then yeah, I can't imagine anyone who like obviously perished in the cold because you, it's cold. Like it's it's really really hard to survive when it's that. All the hotels cold were booked. You couldn't get a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it it, uh, it became kind of the feeling of claustrophobic, a claustrophobia kind of set in, or maybe it was anxiety. It's like you can't go anywhere. You're stuck in the house. Even if you could go somewhere, nothing's open. Like nobody mm-hmm. was, nobody was yeah. operating any businesses or anything. Like you literally were. And how many people were in the house with you? Seven. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, including Juliet. Yeah. But I mean that that wasn't that's, there's space there, but it, it was it was. So just not being able to get out, okay. You're not feeling claustrophobic because of the people. No, no, no. I'm talking about of like not being able to go anywhere uh, because nothing was open. Like it's not just your house that you can't get out of. It's, it's the entire city that's shut down. Like obviously, I don't know. And then you know not having any water. Uh, Right before that second blast came, Wednesday coming in a Thursday, I guess, uh, I came back to the house and uh, we, we hadn't showered or, you know, it was tough just being without water in general. Monday night, Tuesday night, and then Wednesday night I came to the house. And even then that was kind of sketchy. But I knew I had more milk here, uh, more milk here <laughs> for, uh, for Juliet because I, 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 I had to even stop drinking milk because we, we didn't know when we were going to go out or anything. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> if you're at the last podcast, I, I like a lot. I drink milk a lot. I like milk. But anyway, I came I came back home and I got the rest of the milk. And while I was here, I was just getting things like more clothes. But then I, ch- I checked the water and our water was working here. So what I, I had a I have a, a bin in the garage and I had a, I have a lot of hunting stuff in there just like for storage. I emptied everything out and I filled that entire bin full of water and it was 25 gallons and I and I took it back to Somerset with me but anyway so just thinking like that you know like what we would we at that point would fill the toilets up with water and then we'd be able to use the toilets at that point yeah my when I was talking to my parents they when they lost water they went outside and filled buckets of snow uh into the bucket so they can use when that melts they can use that for the toilet water yeah um, they, had, they had called me about water so Cassie and I we filled some of our jugs I have a bunch of growlers from the different breweries <laughs> I've been to. So I started filling those 64 liters with water just to have, just in case. Yeah. Uh, before I made the decision to come home uh, to get the milk, again, I didn't know if the water was working over here at all. Anyway, we had put a lot of pots around the house, around uh, Jessica's parents' house. And when the snow was melting that day, it was water was dripping into the pot. Jessica that morning went out and got a, a thing full of snow and started microwaving it and she was trying to because we needed water to to flush and uh i mean snow is not you know a bucket full of snow is not a bucket full of water it's yeah right. it's a huge <laughs> difference and i felt so bad but jessica was there microwaving cups at a time <laughs> it was a, it wasn't it was crazy uh she didn't work all week up until towards the end but i was able like i was able to work so i was working all week but uh crazy i worked off and on just because we've said this before like we work at a university so people were scrambling because you're supposed to have class what's going to happen and everyone's panicking so i was working just off and on here and they're answering emails and like trying to figure out what we're going to do for the semester easy solution we just push everything back a week no big deal um Mm -hmm. because of because of covid we think the students never really had a spring break it was going to be like a instructional week where nothing was going to be mandatory but so we just push everything back a week. So everything should be fine. We probably have to deal with some people's schedules if they schedule vacation or something like that. But I worked off and on. But then the issue became our servers in Denton went down because of the power. So like we couldn't access certain things or we couldn't access parts of the website or parts of the uh, database stuff. So it was just difficult. But most of the time it was like we were golden like we were very lucky so much so i told cassie i was like we should probably like donate money to the to the relief fund because i'm trying to convince him to go give blood because they're running low too at the hospital so yeah if you can donate or volunteer or give blood or do something to help yeah because we were like super lucky that 
we had power and I posted on Facebook, but I mean, no one follows me or up here. Like no one knows me up here, but like I posted on Facebook too. Like if anyone needs a room, like we have a guest room, y'all can come stay with us. Like if you need water or heat, like so far we're so good, but just venturing out too was dangerous. I mean, those warming stations were a great idea, but ice on the road. I don't know. It was crazy. This, this one, like you said, John was like, felt worse i mean obviously the power went out and everything started failing with ERCOT and all that i remember when cassie and i first moved up here and i think i mentioned this before in the podcast like within the first year or two we got a really bad ice storm here in fort worth when it came it was during the same time that we were planning on going on a cruise with our family and cassie and i couldn't go like we couldn't get out of our apartment we couldn't drive anywhere uh so our entire family still went on the cruise had a great time but we were stuck (laughs) up here so like I think I think back and like that's probably the other that's probably the last bad storm that's been up here. We've had other ices and snows here and there, but that was the other one where it's like we were that one we were like iced in and here we were like snowed in. Yeah, and then um, but 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 nothing failed back then. Like no, I don't, at least again to us like no power or water boiling. Yeah, you know, I think people learned their lesson from that time because there was a lot of. Um, cars still trying to make it on the highways do you remember watching the news and cars are like i'm gonna go for it and it's like it's iced why would you try and sure (laughs) enough you just see the 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 news camera just watching them right you see them going up this big old bridge highway and they just spin out and i'm that's it you know and then you just see all these cars on the side of the road and so i think people have learned from that a few years ago like don't even try to get on the road well i know we did because that last time we had that ice storm we had to drive home from work in it because they didn't let, they didn't let us out of work until like 11 a.m or something and what would have been a 20 minute drive ended up being two hours just because oh. there was so many people on the road there was ice it was snowing dang everyone was super nice though like when we, when we would get to like a hill like everyone was like coordinating like okay you go for it like you try it and then you know they would try to make it and if they couldn't make it people would get out of their cars and like try to help so this time around it was like thursday or friday and same thing john we were like man we i want to get out i want to not just do so, i just want to get out i don't want to go do something or go somewhere i just want to get out of the house and so cassie was saying like oh well, let's go get some food and i was like i don't think we can like just look at the roads and we went we went out to the road in our on our street and i was like there's snow but underneath those three inches of snow it's like solid ice like there's an actual layer of ice so like we didn't go so that i mean i think obviously we learned too like we can't go out there but at least you have a truck john that was probably helpful it was helpful to like you know take bailey or my dog bailey and just a bunch of like the water. big stuff yeah i was able to carry the water i was thinking about that on, on one of the drives like if i had my cruise still or if we just had <laughs> jessica's camaro like you know we're, we're it, it makes things a lot diff- more difficult um you still would have found a way to make it work, though. You would have done something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I joke with Jessica. Like, she sits in the back with the baby sometimes. I'm saying Bailey would have been back there in the middle or something <laughs> if I didn't have a truck. But, uh, yeah, uh, we live, like, on a, on a little hill. You know, our driveway is slanted. And that first night it snowed, the, when it started to melt and we made the decision to go to, Som- to Somerset, to Jessica's in-laws, I... Uh, I, before I left, I was like, I'm going to go drive around the block and just get a feel for everything. So I drove down the driveway, which is on a hill, went around the block, and then I was trying to get back onto my driveway, and I couldn't do it. I needed to get momentum. And, and even when I got momentum, I would still, like, I would be up there, and I hit the brakes, and I just start sliding back down. Mm. So, like, I couldn't, like, it, that was kind of worrisome, but at the same time, it made sense. Like, I'm on a hill and gravity, whatever. So that drive is about a 30 minute drive from our house. It took us about, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes because we were going like 45 the whole way on the highway. And there were still like, you know, dumbasses driving real fast. And there was this one Jeep, like a kid was driving and I guess, you know, I have a Jeep, he has a Jeep or whatever. And he was going through all the snow on the highway, like making big old explosions with Mm -hmm. the snow. And I'm just like, God, I mean, idiot. Yeah. So, I mean. It was, it, was, it was a crazy experience. Uh, and then we're still feeling that just in general, like Texas is after the fact. So we've had, what, two days now of good sunny days. Uh, mm-hmm. It's for the most, this is over. 
But it's hot as hell. <laughs> it's not hot as hell yet, but forty forty feels like hot as hell over here. Oh yeah. I have to turn. I turned the AC on. We drove to the grocery store today, and I turned the AC on in the car because forty was hot. I, so I was driving around today too, looking for milk for for Juliet, and uh, I had the AC on himself, as well. Himself looking for himself. I mean, if there was a little extra, you know, I'm gonna get a little something, something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I, dude, I drove everywhere. I drove. I'm sorry. I went to the Costco. I was out. I went to another Costco. It was out. In between those two Costcos, I went to a Target. It was out. And then I told Jessica, I said, I'm going to drive to Bolverde, which is a, a smaller town, and hope, you know, it's not as crazy out there. Drove all the way to Bolverde. There was nothing in the entire HB. Like, it was crazy because it's a smaller town. I guess people freaked out more. I don't know. It's just crazy. So I'm, I'm planning to go to HB tomorrow morning now, like at 6 a.m. when it opens, and see if I get lucky. Well, didn't you say that's what my brother did? Yeah, I've talked to, I've texted a few of my friends, and yeah, Cassie's brother, he went to HEB, got there like two hours before it opened just to stand in line, and then got whatever little food was left, but he had to wait in line outside for two hours before he could get in. Uh, Another one of our friends, they went and got what they could, but it took them two hours just to check out, and this was a couple days ago, because the blackouts were still going. And so they like the line oh. for the checkout couldn't progress when the power was going out. Oh, that sounds terrible. Because then at that point you you don't even want to leave at that point because you have the stuff that you need. Right. What are you gonna do? You can't. Yeah. What are you <laughs> oh, do? that's terrible. So I don't know. Again, Cassie and I, being the lucky ducks that we are, went to Target today. Some aisles had some stuff missing, but again, like we don't get milk. <laughs> we we're not big on. Uh, eggs. I don't even know what else. Was, we don't yeah, eggs. Bread. Like. So like the stuff we need, like there there was meat. They had meat, so we we got chicken. We got um, pork. I think I don't even know what else we got. Um, we got seasoning. We got some vegetables, like rice. We have rice. We I mean, it was good. Like it was fine over here. But I know, like my parents sent me pictures of they went to H E B on where they where they live, and it like everything was cleared out. Yeah. I'm imagining again. There's no shortage. There's no shortage. Like it, they just need to restock it. Is, is the issue? Like trucks just need to get on the road. They haven't been able to get on the road. Yeah. So once, I mean, hopefully everything's back to normal soon. I think it'll take maybe a week, if that. I, I I'm pretty sure they're oh, restocking yeah, yeah, yeah. like overnight, and that's my hope. Like I'll get there early enough, get in line, and whatever was stocked tonight is going to be you know up for grabs tomorrow. And I think it's funny, like. With the pandemic, it was toilet paper that people freaked out on. And then with the snowstorm, it was milk. I, I, I'm sure there was other things, like a lot of meat. But me affecting me, my family personally, it's toilet paper first, and now it's milk. I could just imagine, like, the kids being home, not going to school, can't learn online, you know, cereal for lunch and dinner, breakfast, lunch and dinner. You can't make anything. I could see the milk going fast. Well, especially... And especially if you don't have, like, uh, power, like, mm-hmm. keep the milk, refrig- not refrigerated, but in a cooler somewhere, and then you have cereal that's not going to, you know, you don't need to store that anywhere. Yeah. And then you, you just serve that. Like, I get it. But, again, luckily, like, yeah, Cassie and I don't have to deal with any of that. So, we, we were able to find everything we needed. I think we would have starved, honestly. If what? If we didn't have electricity. No. You, no, you make the fire. A, a, well, not even that. I'm we not, have a I'm bunch of cereal. I'm not going to go make the fire. I would make the fire. Dude, uh, what's that family, I mean, uh, King of the Hill episode where they're stuck in the truck and he was like, what do we have to eat? Saltines, chips, and then something yeah. else. And there's nothing with water or anything. Yeah. <laughs> they're all thirsty. <laughs> I think, I mean, it would have been worse if our water went out and we didn't have any water. That would have been the real problem. The food, we have enough food. Oh, yeah, because you drink so much water. I do. Although all the jugs we filled with water, I told Cassie, I was like, "You see that right there? About a third of that is what I drink normally in a day." <laughs> That's crazy. I would have to cut that, cut back my water intake, my normal water intake. If you year. follow Austin throughout the day, he is always drinking something. It could be a soda, it could be a buy, it could be tea, it could be water, it, whatever it is. He is drinking something constantly. Right now, it's a beer for all all our audio <laughs> listeners. Yeah, so that that was probably another part of the anxiety that kicked in when the water went off. 
we only had a case of water and then Gil, uh, Gilbert, Jessica's dad, luckily went and got another case. Uh, there were still cases at the time. So we had two cases of water, but then I couldn't, I had to stop drinking the milk. I didn't want to drink all the water. So then we just had soda and tea and that's all I was drinking for like two days. <laughs> so, I mean, it was crazy. And you're not a big soda guy. I'm not, but, uh, I have been as of recently, Jessica would say I've been drinking a lot of soda, but, uh, what are you drinking? Uh, Cokes and Sprites. Nice. You know, pretty basic. But anyway, yeah, dude, uh, it was, it was, it got, a, it got a little worrisome towards the end. Like if there was another blast after that second blast, that would have like been crazy for a lot of people. Cassie and I have been eating again. We bought that Friday. And so we knew we had enough food to last through Monday. And so we were eating like nonstop, like <laughs> not rationing not anything. Nonstop. <laughs> we're eating when Cassie gets nervous, she eats. <laughs> we weren't rationing anything, and then when that's we saw that second blast coming, and then once we knew we were going to be off work, like we weren't going to go anywhere, and it was going to be bad. We we counted like all our food to make sure, like okay, well we have enough, we have enough to last through Monday. We had to double check, double count. And then when it came, you know, when the blast finally came through, I was like, well. <laughs> We could we miscounted. I mean, you could ration it. No, no, we could ration it. We we have enough food and we have again all this other stuff that we can make like And we're not like super skinny people. We weren't going to starve to this. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were stocked with like I I do I do drink a lot of soda. So like we were stocked with sodas and stuff like we had a lot of stuff. And then with the water, I was like, "Oh, well shit. I have a bunch of like bubblies in the in the pantry like I have carbonated water to last forever." <laughs> so uh, but there was a point where we we're like, let's double count that to make sure we'll, to see what we have. Yeah. Because uh, and then especially when th- during that 45 minutes when it actually went out and again, I was in bed, Cassie was sleeping and I got back in bed because there was no point. I was going to try to stay warm. <laughs> there was a point where I started thinking like, OK, I just started researching. I was like, OK, the food in the, fr- in the freezer can stay cold for 24 to 48 hours. We don't open it. The food in the refrigerator can stay cold for four hours. We don't open it. I was like, what do we need to move? What do we need to... We still have an ice. Like, what we can make a little cooler. What can we do? We can put snow in. And I, like, started to try to think strategically of, like, okay, we should cook this first, then this, <laughs> then this, then this. It never got to that point. After 45 minutes, I was like, oh, thank God. We're good. Like, I hesitated. I was, <laughs> I was like, should I start cooking? And he's like, just cook. Like, the power will stay on. I was like, all right. Like, because I was going to cook the fastest thing I can think of. We didn't know if it was going to go back out again. Yeah, I told her. She was like, should I cook? I was like, yeah, just. We we have no reason to think that we were part of the rolling blackouts or our energy had been, you know, sapped. I was like, just just cook like we were going to. Like, it was normal. Like, it went out for 45 minutes. Now it's back. Just cook like. Just cook <laughs> Pretend like it never happened. <laughs> and it, yeah. And it never went out again, so we were fine. But again, like, I, we did try to preserve as much energy as we could. We lowered the thermostat. I unplugged a bunch of things that we weren't using that, you know, we would just would just stay plugged in regardless. We unplugged a bunch of stuff. We bumped our air down to try to conserve. Yeah, it, I think Cassie mentioned we usually keep it at 67. We bumped it down to 65. I don't know. It, it was a crazy, crazy week. Yeah, well, we'll see how long these... Uh post craziness people keep hoarding that and then there you know you already saw the lawsuit against ERCOT is already going in i i already started i saw a lawsuit over a lady whose son passed away they're suing ERCOT, i guess for the energy or whatever he was like a sixth grader or something which is that's crazy to me but anyway that's the only lawsuit i saw is that the one you're referring to I don't know. I saw a Dallas firm is suing ERCOT. I don't know if it was that one or not. Yeah. um, I don't know too much about ERCOT other than they're the ones who uh, regulate the power grid in Texas or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I saw some outlash. Is outlash the right word? Yeah. Outcry? Then I saw some... uh, Backlash? Backlash. No, it was outlash. I saw some outlash about... uh, People saying how ERCOT's bored, like a third of them not don't even live in Texas or something. Or, or maybe a third only lives in Texas. I don't know. It was something crazy like, how are you going to regulate and make decisions if you don't even live here? You know? 
Right. But yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Texas obviously has its own power grid, uh, which I, I, I got into reading a bunch of like history behind that, which is really cool. Like when all this was happening mm-hmm. of like, why do we have it all that stuff? So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I was telling Cassie, like there's footage of the CEO a week before saying like, now we have enough to last through that winter surge. Um, <laughs> Dude, that freaked me out. <laughs> it scared me too. For the this is just more frost for the audio and, listeners. More frost and no, this is all getting edited oh, out. Okay, dude, that scared the crap out. I was like, Austin, there's someone in your room. She's scavenging for something right now. Cast, there's no snacks in there. She, she's 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 getting a quick snack. Um, dude, I was about to say, <laughs> look out behind you. <laughs> <laughs> my my computer's um, gonna die. I forgot where I was at, but the history CEO. It was just interesting Texas. to see. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting to see like how Texas has its own power grid and all that stuff, but and the CEO had come out like a week or so before saying that we had enough energy to last, you know, the storm, and then clearly we didn't, which causes a bunch of other problems. And then, I saw that we were b- borrowing electricity from like up north, and they were having blackouts because of us borrowing it or something i don't know again it's interesting too because like because we're regulated by ERCOT and we have our own power grid that's not regulated by the federal government it's not a simple thing of like oh let's get some energy from the eastern people like the eastern part like no like it's not a simple switch so like it's a whole give and take but i don't know it's it's just fun i i was we text I was texting our friend, friend of the podcast, David. Um, <laughs> Close friend. About things. And one of them w- was Ted Cruz. Another one was like Rick Perry of like the stuff they're saying. And then obviously Ted Cruz going to Cancun. I can just imagine what David was saying. I, it, it was just a thing of like, I texted him. I was like, how it does, how uh, Ted Cruz, Senator, Texas. How does no one on his team tell him like, hey, man. Not a good idea. <laughs> this is not a good idea, man. People this are going to recognize you. Like, what What did you think was going to happen? I just, I don't understand. And, I, and you know, his response, Dave was like, you know, he, he doesn't care. Like, t- Texas, they're still going to give him votes, all this stuff. Like, well, didn't he blame his daughter from what I saw? Yes, just threw his family yes. under the bus. But then the, the and then he was always going to come back on whatever date. But then the text messages to his wife got leaked and showed that he was lying about that like it's just a whole thing of like <laughs> dude someone on your team needs to be able to tell you like don't go this looks bad like this looks don't do this like you can't you cannot do this <laughs> i don't know he's a joke that ted cruz is oh, he's so dumb i don't i don't know. i saw a tweet that said like aircraft isn't that the the park at, at disney in florida i saw a few of those you'll find out about that soon <laughs> Uh, dude, before we get off this topic, I saw th- today on Lou Later a bunch of people that got uh, that have Teslas in their house in Houston. They got like the Tesla battery bank. So like, you know how when you get a Tesla, you can have the thing, you can have the power bank installed in your house so you can charge your Tesla at your house. Sure. Well, yeah, like, so there's Tesla charging, there's super charging stations all over the United States where you can charge your Tesla, but... When you buy a Tesla, you can add on the feature to have them install it in your house so you can charge your Tesla in the house if you want right. to. Well, bonus to that is if you also you got, you know, pay more, you can have a battery installed too. And so if you add solar panels, then the power you get from your solar panels can go into the battery. And so you always have juice in the battery in case you lose power, that battery can charge your Tesla. Okay. So some people in Houston who have Teslas, they have this battery and had it charged 100% from the sun. And so they were able to charge their house, their entire house for 48 hours. Oh, wow. Like normal. And I was like, that's super cool. Like you just see them turn it on and like their house just lights up because they have power. That's cool. And not that they were going crazy. Like I'm sure they still conserved and like weren't going crazy. But that battery was able to keep them on for like 48 hours, which is insane. Yeah, the more and more I look at Teslas, dude, I, I want one, but it's not practical, like, for our life. Like, it'd be cool to have it, like, as a second car or something or, or you know, a sidecar, but not a main car. 
Oh no, you would you would definitely need the Cybertruck. Like you would need room. Yeah. But the, but that looks ridiculous have... too. <laughs> He does not need uh, the it looks cyber cool. It looks cool, it looks cool, but it looks a little ridiculous. It does not look cool. I wish I was driving that around right now in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> crashing into people. Well, Snowpocalypse 2021. Done. Hope everyone stayed warm and had water. So moving on to the next thing here real quick. If you heard the last podcast episode, Cassie was furious at Austin for what she thought. For nothing. He was, he was spoiling uh, Bridgerton. Is it Bridgerton or Brig- Bridgerton? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Long story short, Austin will get an apology here in a bit. and uh, Nope. And he didn't ruin anything. Was it a good series, Cass? Next topic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, I like the way it ended. You know, a lot of shows nowadays, they end on a kind of a sad or a depressing cliffhanger. So this one... Jessica said that she went to bed happy. I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, but yeah, it, it ended nicely for some. So when you saw Julie, Julia Andrews, you weren't like mad? She or? wasn't She wasn't in it. She just narrated it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, us. As I said all along. <laughs> so we'll just edit all this out. Next topic. No. Fix it in post. Go. <laughs> also on the last podcast, I had mentioned that I would... Austin brought up the fact that I... Uh, I'm a confirmed Catholic, as is he, but yet he is not going to give up anything. So he bestowed the challenge onto me, and I said I would figure out something to give up. And I didn't want to do anything basic like soda or, you know, I couldn't do milk because that's impossible. But one Mm -hmm. thing that I did think that I could do is no food deliveries anymore. So we spend a lot of money on food deliveries weekly on DoorDash. So I think this will save money. I mean, it will save money. And it'll be less fast food. Like, if I want fast food, I have to go drive out and get it. So, there you go. Cassie and I saved a bunch of money this snowpocalypse week, not ordering out. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of what fueled it. It was like, we couldn't do anything mm-hmm. anyway. So, it's, Jessica told me, she's like, well, you haven't had milk. Why don't you just continue with that? I was like, oh. I also, <laughs> I also haven't had fast mm-hmm. food. So, I'm still going to eat fast food. I'm just not going to get it delivered, except on Sundays. Because right. apparently, Austin said that's a day off from Lent. Correct. Correct. So, there you go. Yeah. I'm Cassie and I, we, we were talking to each other like, let's try to keep this not spending money on fast food a thing. <laughs> I think we Longer can. You just, just have week. to. Yeah, you just have to be. I told him we don't have any self-control. We don't have any discipline. And it's so literally <laughs> not being able to physically get out of the house. And people can't physically deliver something to you. Like, you have no choice but to cook at home. I was like, there's no reason we couldn't keep it up. I don't know how, like, my mom did it all those years. Like, it's insane. She still does it. Yeah, like, Cassie and I get off work, and I know she's tired because she worked all day and has a whole evening of doing homework, and I just don't want to cook, and I have a whole evening of playing games or watching TV. Game work, yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to cook either, but, like, I don't know. My mom would cook every every day dinner, like every Dude, day. Dude, that's a. She would come. She would come home and take a nap. Like she would take a, a twenty minute nap and then be up and breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. I see that now. I it's insane. I see that like on uh on Twitter sometimes. Like, how did parents have the willpower to cook? I mean, obviously they had to cook, right? Because we had to eat. But I don't want to cook. Jess doesn't. Jess likes to cook, but like then we got to do dishes. Like I can't imagine doing that every day. And when Juliet gets older, what's it like, God? That's what I'm saying. Same thing. Like, you're not going to let Juliet starve, (laughs) but at the same time, you're not going to cook every single day, right? Like, there's going to be days where you're going to get food for Juliet. Like, it's going to be fast food. Like, it's not going to be you cooking every single day. Yeah. But, like, they cooked every single day. And obviously, yeah, we would go out and eat all the time, too. But, like, yeah, I told Cassie, like, I I have been cooking a lot more since the new year. And that was, like, one of my vision board things was to cook more. And I'm not 100% cooking. Like, Cassie's in there helping me, too. Like, it's not a, like a 100% Austin production. <laughs> but it does help when, like, both of us are in there and we're both doing something. But even then, I'm like, ah, let's just go pick up food. It's just easy. And that's the thing. As, as, as long as one of, as soon as one of us says <laughs> it, if Cassie's like, I don't feel like cooking. Should we pick up something? Yep. Yes. The answer is yes. The answer is, like, I'm already in the car. Where are you? I'm, I'm leaving. Like, get the in. The answer's always been... As of late, yeah, use my phone. I have the DoorDash app on there. 
and Jess would go look for something. Chick-fil-A or I Chipotle. I can't. I mean, I will, like, if Austin takes the car to work and I don't feel like cooking lunch real quick, I'll have something delivered. But the delivery fee is so much. Oh, yeah. It turns a $12 meal I, to, like, close to $20. Well, for one person, it's, like... 20 it's like it's like double it's like 18 dollars, and i'm like it's a six dollar meal why is it so expensive to deliver and i can't bring myself to do it i'm like guess i'll just have a quesadilla or something <laughs> like i can't yeah we don't order this we we go out and get the fast food oh, okay we don't have it delivered we don't but, have, I mean, we again, have like, kids like we don't have to get them in the car like you know there's not the hassle we just get up and go that's real quick and everything's around us so like we just jump like what do you want let's go get it no, nothing's too far and f- fuck it, if you want it, I'll drive. Like, <laughs> like I'm hungry too. Like, you want to go somewhere far? Let's go. I don't care. It's gonna be good food. I'll eat it. Let's go. So I don't know. This week we saved a ton of money, not going out to eat. Like, insane. Dude, at the beginning of the at, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were spending probably forty dollars a day, five days yeah. a week, or some something crazy. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, all the DoorDash people, the Uber Eats, all the Grubhub's. Like, they were able to stay in business because of that. Like, everyone was just ordering stuff. But, I don't... And again, like, all the food we cooked during this snowpocalypse, snowmageddon week was all great food. It all tasted... Like, it was a great balance. We we were able to stock up on vegetables and everything. So, like, it was great. I think we repeated one meal, so it wasn't too bad. But it was just... And, but again, I... And I helped out pretty much every day cooking because... I didn't do shit all day. Like I watched YouTube and played cyberpunk all day. And then it's like, Oh, we're hungry. All right. Well, we, we can start something like I, I really messed up my sleep schedule. <laughs> I wasn't going to bed till I wasn't going to bed till 3 a.m. And I wasn't rolling out of bed till about 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, and then maybe taking a nap during the day. Like it was just like literally all I did was sleep. <laughs> we weren't starting movies again our life crisis we're in our 30s we weren't starting movies on disney plus until like 8 p.m 9 p.m guys movies like, that's yeah, late. it is late yeah that's super late not me i was so like, like let's go i still got six more hours <laughs> we did see good movies we saw frozen 2 and uh, moana so oh yeah dude uh i saw you posted that on facebook and uh jessica said no i told jessica oh austin and cassie are watching Juliet's favorite movie. It's Juliet likes Moana. And Frozen too. But Moana's Moana's been on like if it's not Coco Melon, it's probably Moana. <laughs> it was good, right? It's a good movie, yeah. I really like that one. Frozen two was good too. Like they were they were both good movies. But it's just easier to just chill after work or just chill during the day when you don't have nothing to do. So like There were times where Austin didn't eat for a while because I was asleep or taking a nap. So I didn't hear the end of it. Oh. <laughs> but he does have arms and legs he can cook himself. In case anybody was wondering. <laughs> I'm not going to cook a full, full meal for myself. Crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll try to keep this not spending money on fast food during the week a thing. But I already know it's going to be hard. <laughs> like We're, we're going to work all day, be tired by 5 p.m. She's still going to have school. And I'm not going to want to do it. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But if we can do it, it does save a large amount of money. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. So we'll see. Let's 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 try. Let's... We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, Cassie, what's this glitch in the matrix? So I'm not going to lie. I'm not like a hip person. I don't like scroll through Reddit or whatever. Right. Like I'm like this old lady who's like scrolling through Facebook and then stuff pops up. Anyways, all I do is Reddit. Basically, um, a website called Board Panda takes, I, I believe they take stuff from Reddit and just kind of put it in one post, you know, so you don't have to keep scrolling. Yeah. And so a glitch in the matrix are, are stories of people who are sharing like unexplained things that happen to them or like weird, creepy things that don't have an explanation for them but they share kind of their stories and i read through there's 30 of them so it's a lot um i read through a few of them and they were pretty good and austin kept talking to me and i'm like hold on (laughs) or i wouldn't answer because i'm still reading through them because they're they're kind of long but some of them were really good some of them weren't um so they're like scary or they're like uh supernatural (sighs) do you want to read one austin 
I'm trying to remember which ones were good. The first few ones were good. Well, don't read up. Uh, these are pretty long. Is there like a... Sh- oh, yeah. These are small. Never mind. Okay. Okay. I thought they were really long, but they're really... Sh- some are really short. Like this coffee one's really short. I'll read this one. It says, my dad drink out of the same black cup every day. One day he filled up a different white cup. I asked him what gives and he claimed to always have used that white cup. I asked the rest of my family and they all said the same thing. <laughs> what? Okay. So that wasn't a... There's some different ones. Let me read one. <laughs> okay, okay, try again. <laughs> so, my mom and I were on the highway driving home, and there was a semi-truck in the next lane. Suddenly, the semi swerved into our lane. Luckily, my mom was able to get out of the way before it hit us. But soon after, I began to feel strange. The entire right side of my face felt hot and sticky, and I taste blood, and the smells very pungent, and the scent of, ga- of gasoline. Then my head... And right arm start to ache really bad and I couldn't feel my legs. Just as soon as the pain started to worsen, it went away, replaced with a cold, eerie chill. I told my mom about this and she couldn't come up with an explanation. I think I was feeling pain in another timeline where my mom wasn't able to avoid that semi. Oh, the multiverse? So the last story is like that. that that's kind of like, uh, I don't know, if, I guess creepy is the word. Did you read any of these, Austin? No. There's like one where this friend, her ex, her ex-boyfriend loses his mom, right? And so all of the friends go over to his house and they're, you know, all being there to comfort him. And they're, of course, they're teenagers, right? So they're on their phone, they're on Snapchat or whatever, and they're recording and she stops and she looks at the recording and it's the mom inside the recording and other people see it on their snapchat and the mom says something like i'm okay you know it's okay you can let me go i'm okay type thing and then it goes away so they're all just like freaked out right because they saw it they clearly see her she's talking to them and then when they like look at her phone to see it it's gone so like just things like that where it's like you can't explain that and I I believe that some of these people like really felt and, and experienced these things. And so to me, some of them were just like really creepy. Oh, wow. And there's a there's another one where um, the her mom like died over a decade ago and the dad was on vacation with his new girlfriend. They're in a different state and the phone rings and he picks it up and it's the mom's voice saying, I'm OK and the dad's like calling her name and it just says tell the daughter right tell heather i'm okay and he hangs up and he's just like crying you know he calls his daughter and he's crying and telling him like i heard your mom on the other line it had been all these years since they passed and they just you know you can't explain that type of phone call you can't explain hearing somebody's voice and hearing those type of words so and some people just call him like a glitch in the matrix like things like that that's uh yeah i mean like i said i keep saying that's creepy like some of these are i guess feel good stories but it's i don't know there's some where they experience it together and so like the i read one where the the boyfriend and and girlfriend were walking downstairs and as soon as she hits the very last step and she turns to her boyfriend he's gone and he's like back at the top of the stairs and he's like what just happened like they both experienced it where he was literally right behind her he was touching her and then in a moment's time he ends up back at the top of the stairs and they're both freaking out because they're like weren't weren't you just here type thing okay radio rental yeah that's what it reminded me of so i was like oh these are fun there's a podcast called radio rental where it's a whole skit but again apparently people like submit their similar stories like this where there's a glitch in the matrix where things happen and and i guess there's like some truth in it but you can't fully explain it and most of them are eerie i don't know i don't think i've ever had an experience like this no Mm -hmm. the closest i've gotten and and i think i might explain this on said this on the podcast but there is back when i was like in middle school I remember being on the phone, middle school? Yeah, middle school. I remember being on the phone with like a girlfriend and just like talking as you would. And it was late at night and like 
I remember like getting our lines crossed and like someone else joined the phone and they just sounded like a clown laughing. Oh god. <laughs> Come on. And and it was late at night, like it was like either midnight or later. And it was no week, and it was just like a clown laughing. And then, like, I heard that for I don't know a few seconds, and I was confused. I was like, "Hello," and it kept laughing. And then it cut out, and then she came back on, and I was like, "Did you hear that?" And she was like, "No." I don't know. I mean, it could have been someone else joining a third line call. I don't know. But That's freaking terrible, dude. I remember talking to her and being, again, I'm in my room. It's like dark. You can't say the clown word around John. Well, no, but that's what it was. Like, I remember that very, very vividly to this day of, like, a clown just laughing and being like... And then thinking back on it as an adult several times since then, <laughs> of, like, how would that have happened? Like, some random clown on a phone line? Like, that's not a real thing. Dude, just the hearing that word is just, like, yeah. makes me look over my shoulder, dude. It's so traumatizing. <laughs> but anyway. That, I mean, that's, that's the closest I've gotten to, like, some creepy... Well, phone lines cross, right? Like, that's a thing. Right. And, I'm sure, and it definitely back then, like, this was a landline, like, you know, whatever. But, like, I don't know. I always remember that. It was just, like, you know. And at the time, I, I wasn't as, af- like, afraid as I, sh- like, as, as, as afraid as I probably should have been. But I don't know. John, any any glitches in the Matrix for you? Uh, not that I what can if, think what if, of. What if tomorrow you woke up and Juliet's hair was like blonde, and they're like, "It's always been blonde." Oh, <laughs> like, just dude, that, that's creepy, <laughs> man. Like, I'm telling you, like none of these. Uh, it's just <laughs> the first thought is like creepy and, and borderline terrifying. You, like, look back at pictures, and she still has blonde hair, and you're like, "Ah." <laughs> I mean, at that point, I mean, I guess if it happened to me. I, you know, if it ha- if you're the person it's happening to, you're you're in it, so it's hard to like disassociate yourself. But like just looking at that, I'd be like, there's something wrong with John's head. Then, like for him to think that her hair has always been dark, there's something like, did he get hit in the head recently? Like what happened to John? Like, no, her hair's always been blonde. And then I'll be thinking I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I will say some of these posts do say that like my family has no history of mental illness i wasn't drinking i wasn't on drugs like they're very clear of that on some of these before they start explaining everything because it's one of those things where it's like there's something wrong with you or you're on something or right i mean even then like you you've heard stories of people like kids who have had like head traumas who grow up and then the head traumas end up affecting their life when they're older it could have been a thing that the person suffered back when they were young and it's doesn't affect them until they're older and their brains are fully developed or they get tapped a certain way in the head, you know, later on. And then this all happens. So I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of supernatural, which is a podcast, all another podcast. And she, it's Ashley flowers is the name of the host. And she like, does a, she does a podcast each episode of like a supernatural event. So like she recently she did Bigfoot, but in the past she's done like exorcism ghosts, uh, murder mysteries, but all they're all, superstitious stuff and uh it's a thing of like she sets it up perfectly where she explains it and you're like you go into it like oh yeah this this is all making sense it is supernatural it is this it is that and then at the end she like gives just a little bit of like this is what this is what probably happened and it's like the scientific proof or like the scientific fact of like what could actually be leading to this so i think for all of this like there's something there like Someone either read it wrong or they had a trauma or they had an injury and that's why it's presenting itself this way. Or in my situation, the lines just got crossed and I don't know, for whatever reason, there was some random person playing a prank, laughing like a clown. Or maybe it wasn't even a clown laugh, but I was just in my bed at night, lights out, scared. And I thought I heard a clown voice when it could have just been some random person laughing. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that could have affected like all these glitches in the matrix i don't know yeah like there's there's some logical reason behind all of of that yeah i mean there has to be like i mean i hope so (laughs) (laughs) that being said on that creepy note we've come to another end of a podcast thank you guys for listening uh make sure to check us out again on our social media sites 
We are at Third Life Podcast. That's at 3RD Life Podcast. Follow us and search for us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And check us out on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts. We're pretty much everywhere. And the only Third Life Crisis podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That being said, thanks for hanging out. We will see you guys next week. Take care. Bye. Later. Bye.